Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave, the mental strength league. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Uh, what up, everybody? As everybody's trickling in, I'm happy to see, happy to see everybody tuning in. Uh, those of you who are new, welcome. England, welcome. 2 a.m. over in the UK, joining in. Happy to see you. Um, thank you very much for that. You guys are making it easier on me now with all of this. You guys know the links. Uh, PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash SSS. But as everybody is joining in and dropping their questions in the chat box and spamming that heart button and getting a little double, little double I'm in your head action. Double I'm in your head action. Today, uh, I want to welcome everybody to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Episode 92? I think we're on episode 92. And if not, then I think we're on episode 91. Uh, but welcome everybody to another episode of the Hashtag Ask Soccer Pro Show. I'm your host, 12-year professional soccer player, Quincy Ameriqua. And uh, yeah... For those of you who are just tuning in for the first time ever, I'd like to welcome you to the best community online to have ever existed, the MSL community. The MSL, what is the MSL, you may be asking yourself. Well, the MSL is the Mental Strength League. It is a game, a game that you are either an active participant or you're steady getting played. It is a game of four-dimensional chess where we're out here working together to build a community to accomplish our individual and collective goals. And the MSL mentality is just a mentality to help you accomplish your goals. We talk about it here every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST on the Perfect Underscore Soccer account. Um... It's been great to see the community growing over time. I'm seeing Kendall dropping the I'm in your head emojis, Rafa dropping the I'm in your head emoji, Taya dropping the I'm in your head emojis. Everybody spamming that heart button because the MSL community is strong and the dedication of this group is amazing. I'm happy to see everybody for another episode and uh, you know answer some questions that are sent in and submitted as they relate to soccer or life or philosophy or other. Um, today should be a great one. You can see Kevin of DC United uh, joined us for the Perfect Soccer podcast that was dropped here on Monday. If you guys haven't checked out that episode, make sure you head over to Perfect Soccer Radio and have a listen. It's great seeing some of the young ones on the come up joining in on the platform to share their story, um, share their perspective, share what they have done to help them get to the level that they're at and a little bit of a snapshot of their current mindset um, uh, now and the focus that they have for their their future. MSL fan page dropping the I'm in your head emojis. Trevor Willis dropping the I'm in your head emojis. Loving that. Thank you guys very much. Um, yeah, today I feel it's a little more kickback 
You know what I mean? A little more laid back, casual, uh, casual, or as casual as we get sometimes because, you know, we can go deep. But how's everybody doing? What's, uh, what's been up? How, how are you feeling? Good, bad, indifferent? Um, how's the community? What's been going on? And uh, while I'm, I'm waiting for some feedback from you guys as to where you're at, what's been, what's been up in your, in your neck of the woods, um, I was discussing for those who are joining in for the first time or aren't too uh, familiar or aware of what the show is and what it has been um, for these last 91 episodes. And, uh, yeah, reflecting on the last 91 episodes and where we've been, where we started, just when we started the show, as well as what has happened in the world of soccer in America, state of America, um, I guess it's making me realize and think even further about the importance of the MSL mentality and, and how it helps you thrive in chaos in times of uncertainty. Um, and I, I, I can't think of an un, a more uncertain time than the times we've faced ourselves here in 2020. But you guys know 2020 is all about the vision and uh, things will start to come into focus here hopefully soon. Um, MLS Now podcast, welcome. Thanks for joining in. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess maybe the theme of the day is uncertainty, thriving in uncertainty, and how to focus on um, to find focus in uncertainty. So, what what have you guys been focusing on here during these uh, these uncertain times of twenty twenty? Um, Taya said, I had soccer today with my coach, Ryan. Love that. Shout out Ryan Mash, B-Pro General Manager. Um, just killing it. Killing it um, with the programs and everything that he's been putting together and, and working with his local club and helping us get everything dialed here on the digital side of stuff. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you create your Perfect Soccer Team membership account, perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. Get access to our uh, books and training materials. We've got a. I'm working with the the team right now to come up with the perfect soccer subscription. So I'll give you a little teaser of it. Uh, teaser of it. Uh, we're making like an ultimate soccer package um, and pricing that is uh, very easily accessible for everybody. Uh, affordable. And just over delivers the value, smacks you over the head with value. As you guys know, uh, a uh, a pillar of perfect soccer is to over deliver value, e- leave every exchange having given more than we received. We have been doing that amazingly well uh, these last several years, and a big focus of ours has been to just focus on you and get you the best, most highest quality information imaginable and possible without having to pay for it. Um, that has been my focus for years. That's really but what this brand has been hyper-optimized for. And um, yeah, I, we've done an amazing job of that. And, you know, this year has been a lot of self-reflection and these past three quarters, we're really looking at the business itself and making sure it's sustainable and something that we can continue to do. We've got an amazing team of 13 people that... Um, that I pay to continue to help me 
record this content, uh, do the post-production scheduling, planning, like uh, the equipment, everything. I have an uh, amazing team of, of uh, people who are working <clears throat> behind the scenes um, to help bring this together and make it happen. And, uh, you know, money is a driving factor of that and making something sustainable. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm really focused and we're getting dialed in here on a, the perfect soccer subscription, um, so that we can continue to provide the services that we're providing the information, the, all the production and stuff that goes into bringing this all together and keeping it consistent that I'm excited to hopefully share with you guys here soon. Um, some feedback I'd love seeing everyone spam the heart button. What's some what's some stuff that you'd like to see in a in a perfect soccer subscription? Um, what would you like to have access to? What what would be worth paying for to you? Um, right now, though, this is good too because I've got you guys on the call and I can get a little bit of your feedback. As of right now, we're thinking of because because those of you may or may not know Ryan's been building out the B Pro weekly training program so for those of you who are at home or during covid or need personalized private training sessions but don't know what to do and haven't don't have a consistent program and a pro player making those programs for you B Pro weekly is our paid uh, personal training program we've got beginner intermediate and advanced um, right now that is a subscription service that we've been charging I think the pricing right now is $4 weekly for access to the programs. We've got a few people who have who've been using and utilizing that as well as individuals who've bought Perfect Soccer Skills Academy, which is um, um, the full all-in-one training program that Ross LeBeau and myself put together. Um, I forgot who was on the live last week who had uh, purchased that and has been using that, had gave some rave reviews of that and has gotten much better as a result of it. So it's great to hear and see that those are working. Um, I think what I was trying to do is bring it all together and make one super baller bundle package that includes everything. PSSA, uh, our B-Pro weekly training programs. Um, uh, I, I want to start I want to start a perfect soccer, um, basically like perfect soccer office hours. So everybody can come here and join every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST for free. Get access, get your question answered and stuff like that. But I know some individuals are wanting more specific questions and kind of go deep on their specific topic. I know I kind of limit how deeply and how much I talk about topics here because we only got an hour, uh, but kind of having like private office hours where there's a private Zoom link and um, you can get your questions answered specific by pros. Um, basically building a whole bundle package that includes all of those things, access to everything at right now at 10 bucks a month. And um, then was thinking of a yearly, if you pay up front for a yearly subscription. So I'm thinking all of that, $10 a month, you get access to that, the private soccer training, uh, private soccer hours, um, all of our books, training tools and resources, um, B Pro Weekly programs, um, access to literally everything um, for ten bucks a month, and then uh, or a hundred dollars a year. And at the hundred dollars a year, um, I was I was thinking of making it where if you pay for your subscription for a hundred dollars a year, you can get one item in at at the PerfectSoccerSkills.com store for free. So any one item that is uh, on the store. You can get for free. So if you wanted to get, 
a dope. I like this sweater. This is one of my favorite sweaters. Um, and it's probably, I'm biased because I'm on it, but I, I just like it. Uh, so if that's a, a t-shirt, if that's a hat, if that's a, a uh, poster, um, like you see that we've got up there, um, what else? Uh, a perfect soccer match ball, a perfect soccer portable two-in-one soccer goal. Um, doesn't matter. One item in the store for free for your subscription. So that's what I'm thinking. I, I wanted to share that with you guys. Get your thoughts and feedback. Would you pay 10 bucks a month for access to all of that or 100 bucks a year for access to all of that and uh, one item for free in the store? Yeah, MSL fan page said 10 for 10 merch. Appreciate that. That's the that's what I'm looking for in terms of feedback that you guys could really help me out with. And while you guys kind of think about that and, and let me know, um, start answering some of the questions that have come in. Uh, come in now. Uh, Tony said, what up, Quincy? What's going on, Tony? Uh, Diego, 1x10, had asked, where do you play? I currently just finished with uh, Las Vegas Lights. I spent the last 11 years at the in different teams of MLS. So I played for San Jose. Played for the San Jose Earthquakes, New York Red Bulls, Toronto FC, Chicago Fire, San Jose Second Stint, Montreal Impact, um, and then DC United. So those are the MLS teams that I've uh, played for. And now uh, Las Vegas Lights. Um, MSL fan page said, Quincy, please come back to DC. We need a good striker to be up top with Segura. Hey, you guys, you guys know what it is. Make that connection. Let them know. I, th I know they just recently um, uh, released Ben Olsen, and there is a lot of rumors and stuff uh, swirling about who the replacement coach will be. I know Chad is the interim coach until that gets kind of sorted out. Um, who would you guys like to see step in as a as a coach of D.C.? Uh, Trevor Willis said, I'm good. My team's, my team's been struggling a lot because we got moved up to the first division in the league and we haven't won a game yet. Okay. So that's good. You're, you, you kind of dominated your division that you're at and made your, made your move up, which means higher competition, new experiences and opportunities to, to learn. Um, uh, I, I understand that grind, uh, uh, soccer is a roller coaster, high highs and lows. Uh, the lows aren't necessarily fun, but when you can find the humor and the fun in the lows and the difficult times, um, you'll appreciate the good times that much more, and you'll get through the the low times more quickly. So that would be my kind of advice on that. Um, let's see. Live R Pool FC fan page had said, I, I want to be a defender like a right back and defensive midfielder, but I'm not the best. Any tips to get better? Yeah, um, well, if you're if you're still in the market of figuring out what your position is, um, I, th I think Rasa did a did a, a video. I think it was a one, uh, sorry, an in-depth with Ross episode on the per on the Perfect Soccer YouTube account talking about how to find or pick your position. So I would recommend you watch that video um, if you haven't already and if you have watch it again because it's always great to have a good reminder 
And then uh, he has several videos dis- discussing the defensive midfielder position. That was that was Ross's main main position and ma- his main focal point. Uh, so he did several videos on that position as well as tactics surrounding that. So <clears throat> that's th- those would be my tips for that. Uh, let's see, candle dropping the "I'm in your head" emoji. Uh, yeah. I heard that Jill Ellis is a candidate for the new coach, and I was like, mind blown. What blew your mind about it? Um, I've seen those. I've seen those rumors as well too. Um, did a little bit of research, not a whole lot of research, as to kind of like her history and um, like her previous uh, soccer experience. But um, but yeah, I, I think I was reading comments that people had put under a couple of different articles and there's, you know, points made on both sides in favor and against, um, in my very limited understanding, uh, you know, some, some, some people were, were saying that there is no link or correlation between coaching on the national team level in terms of, um, apparently, and this is where I can't fact check. I don't know. Well, I can fact check. I haven't fact checked this yet. It was just uh, from the points in it, it was saying that she's only coached at that level, not at the club level. And then there's uh, an interesting conversation debate in the comments that I was just reading where they were discussing um, why that's a positive, why that's a negative, why they should go with it, why they shouldn't. So I just think I think putting the name out there is is awesome for conversation and getting the getting the ball rolling. If not for just having um, discussions for entertainment's sake, and you never know, hopefully it turns into, it can turn into a histor- history, like a historic dis- decision. Like DC is in a position where they could, they can really be at the forefront. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff going on, you know, with uh, Black Players for Change, as you guys know, the organization itself, as well as uh, on the women's rights. Uh, as it pertains to U.S. soccer, so I think there's just a great opportunity uh, that that sits in front of D.C. United to to make some make a historical decision, whichever direction they decide to go. Um, so it's always interesting to see what decision they come to and how they justify those decisions. Ben Jamin, what's going on, brother? Good to see you. Um, uh, if if that happens, it would be the first uh, woman coach in MLS. I think it would be amazing to have such an amazing winning coach. Yep, and that's exactly my point in terms of like the historic nature of what they have the opportunity to do. Daniel, what's going on, brother? Good to see you. Shout out to official MLS memes dropping mad dank memes, uh, especially crushing LAFC as of late. I I feel like you've I feel like you've been having a great uh, time uh, making those particular memes. Uh, Live said having problems with my internet connection, but the two defensive positions I'm thinking about was those two. So check out the videos. Okay, cool, awesome, glad to hear it. Uh, spams of that heart button. Let's see, Kendall. Uh, submitted her question, any advice for a female center midfielder? 
Um, any advice for a female center midfielder? Well, um, I guess why it's taking me a second to think about that is I'm trying to understand and wonder um, why or if you feel it changes based on being a male or a female. So that's why I was really, I was thinking about that. Um, but I think advice for female midfielder. I'm trying to make it specific to a female midfielder with my understanding of the game. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, my sister Kristen Ameriqua play, uh, played, just recently completed playing for San Jose State. So she was, she was she captain? Did she make captain? I think she was captain of the team um, by her senior year. And um, she started out as a midfielder, uh, but she spent a majority of her time um, at San Jose State as a center back. Uh, and then like kind of rounded out the last couple games of her career up at forward because she's kind of a physical presence and really good in the air on headers. So when you're asking me about a female central midfielder, I'm thinking of all the advice and the different conversations I've had with her over the years um, when she started at midfield. And um, I think, I think knowing being confident in your game and being confident in in yourself isn't anything you should be ashamed of. Uh, I think the difference in my mind between the males, the males game and the females game is, and we're talking in the general sense. I tend to think that uh, when women are confident in themselves, it's perceived as a negative thing. It's not perceived as a positive or a good thing. Um, at least not in the same way it's viewed when, when a man is confident in themselves. And that's also kind of a general statement because um, that's also dependent on, you know, the man themselves um, as well as the, the female themselves. And I think during these times, it's, even, it's, it's most difficult because many individual males and many individual females have, have felt as though how they're perceived is not and has not been in a positive in a positive light for for a multitude of reasons which is why i think these these times are are happening and the uncertainty that's surrounding it is is so new there's so many things that are in flux so many things that are being heard for the first time and so many things that are in the process of being changed or at least examined that um it's kind of difficult to know which ways up which way's down. Um, so yeah, uh, it's a good question, Kendall, because I'm, I'm trying to think of advice as to where we are at this point in time, as well as where we were that got us here. And I think that's what's most important Regardless if you're male, female, old, young, black, white, uh, other, um, professional, amateur, just love this for fun, whatever that is. I think, you know, being confident in who you are and knowing that you 
are unique. You are an individual. There's no one else in the world who's like you. Even if you're a twin, uh, uh, even if there's a twin, you have different experiences than your twin. So maybe genetically you're identical, but your thumb, your thumbprints aren't the same, right? But your experience is also different. And the way that you navigate the world and perceive things is different as well too. So um, understanding that and being confident in yourself and knowing that not everyone's going to agree with you, uh, like you, um, root for you, cheer for you, but that's the beauty of it. You know, that's what creates context. That's what creates opportunity. That's what creates, um, yeah, that's what creates opportunity. And you, you, you have the choice to, to seize your opportunity or let it pass you by. Um, you have the choice to do the work or choose not to do the work. Um, not everybody starts out in the best position, but everybody, if you're alive, you're in a position and you, you at least have an opportunity at life. And being appreciative of, and grateful of that and realizing that, you know, there's, there's someone who has started with less than you and gotten to the top and someone who started with more than you and fallen to the bottom and, uh, There's it, everything's an ebb and flow, just like the game of soccer. You know, calls are subjective. One one ref calls it a foul. Another calls it a red card. Another doesn't see it and says play on. Another sees it and says play on. <laughs> you know, like I think that's why soccer is the world's game, and it's uh, it's it's a it's a game that can connect the entire world. And I'm seeing Serena on here. Uh, I was speaking with her earlier and it was a good point like if there's if there's anything that had the ability to create world peace um I think soccer will will be when when we get there I think soccer will be an integral piece in making that come to fruition um yeah live live our pool said I agree completely um yeah I just uh and I think the reason for that is because of the subjectivity of the game, the art of the game, the nuance of the game. It's the ebbs and flow of the game. And tying it all together to the midfielder, the midfielder's job is to to, to learn to command the game and flow with the game and, and be a connector um, and find that that like that piece that you're you're to you're to be the inner piece on the field and to kind of project that to the rest of your team. Um, that's my advice for a female central midfielder. I appreciate that question, Kendall. <clears throat> uh, let's see. MSL fan page had asked tips for playing against a dirty team. Tips for playing against a dirty team. Well, if you're playing against a dirty team and the ref is not paying attention or doesn't care or, or isn't kind of protecting you, um, I think that's the first thing you want to figure out and know for certain. Um, is the ref someone who's willing to hear your concerns and be on the lookout for it and pay attention? Or are they not interested? Um, first and foremost. Um, and then... And then from there, if 
if they are, then uh, when you're playing, being mindful of not putting yourself in positions to where um, they could, you can get injured. Because, uh, you know, if we're talking about a dirty team and dirty play, um, being mindful of that. And if uh, I'm trying to think, uh, I'm trying to hit all the different kind of like or multiple different angles of of playing against dirty teams because playing dirty is a tactic, right? It's one that that wins uh, that can help you win. And, um, you know, playing dirty is relative. So some people think it's dirty. Some people say it's just part of the game and it's part of the rules. You know, you're bending the rules, whatever. So like, however you define as dirty or, you know, a d- dirty play, um, understanding what that means and how it can negatively affect you and impact you. And like, can it negatively impact you not only today, but moving forward and um, doing your best to be aware of that and not allow it to make you make an emotional, irrational decision, which could have consequences that, that, um, that aren't helpful to you, uh, which is probably the reason why they're being dirty in the first place. So, so realizing and understanding that uh, playing dirty is kind of, is just a tactic. So how do you acknowledge, address and, and handle, handle when that tactic is used against you? Cause it, it will be both on and off the field. <clears throat> uh, no context, Dylan, what's going on? He said, uh, Quincy dropping facts in it. <laughs> Um, Ben Jamma said that went way deeper than I thought it was going to. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't I say earlier? Yeah, let's keep it casual. No problem. Surface level. And then I go, dang, okay. Kendall hit me with a deep one or one that we can go deep. And I, you know, I feel like that's, that was needed for the times. Yeah. Kendall dropped the I'm in your head emojis. Thank you, Kendall, and said thank you for the inspiration. Of course, thank you for the question and tuning in and, and um, you know, sharing. Um, Soccer Dad for Life just joined in. What's going on? Welcome, welcome. Um, uh, MSL's fan page said good tips for this weekend. Strong arm emoji, of course. Happy to hear it. Um... Let's see. So, yeah, if you guys got any more questions, please feel free to drop them in the chat box or in the uh, comment section. Um, what do we got? I'm, I'm looking through because, you know, when I got them screenshots, so we were talking about last week about the, what we can what I can share on uh, IG lives when you're pulling all the stuff up. So it's pretty cool. And uh, I was going by, uh, let's see. Um, uh, Soccer dad for life said, taking my boys to a uh, more expensive club. I've given in, I've given into the pay to pay to play, but I think the development should be better. I, I think you're saying, you're saying you've given in as in like you, you, you finally see, you see the value in paying for 
the higher club. Uh, do you do you see that because you feel the coaching is better, the opportunities are better? Like what what do you feel it makes the money worth it? Um, yeah, soccer dad said yes. Okay, yeah. So like, so yeah. So soccer dad said he's given in and he's 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 forking up the money to pay for uh, a higher club. <clears throat> But while I'm waiting, yeah. So, what what do you think paying making that payment helps give you access to, or gives your your players access to you that they're missing out on right now? Um, let's see. Uh, McNasty two thousand two said, "Coaches are better, fields are better, coming from club position." Okay, coaches are better, fields are better. I mean, that makes sense, right? More money, more um, more funding, more money, more funding, more um, access, more opportunity, um, more commitment from people. <laughs> so, let's see. Um... Soccer Dad, I do believe the coaching and players are better. They have a developed structure. They have own facilities, etc. Just a couple of things. Uh, okay, I, I, I mean, I agree, and I think we. I was just. Oh, that's what I was doing. So that's a good transition. So let me see, and I'll pull it up here because I was going like I was just talking about this. I was like, who was I talking about this with, and why am I thinking about it? And this is. There we go. So. Uh, Tectonic, oh, I'm saying they're tectonic takes. That's what it is. Okay, tectonic takes. I was just on, uh, I joined their podcast, what is it, like two days ago. We went for an hour and then we kind of had an emergency BPC meeting, so I had to cut cut it short. So they did, uh, they had pu- published part one, which was which was fun. Then we we joined in again, had another conversation for part two, um, and we might end up doing a uh, part three, just because you guys know, your mans can go pretty deep. But uh, we discussed a lot, a lot, uh, and one of the things that we discussed was kind of the pro rel pay to play system. And um, obviously the pros and cons of it. And I think uh, for soccer to have gotten to the place that it is here and now, uh, the pay-to-play system was necessary, you know, kind of like a necessary evil. Soccer was not a sport here in America that people really cared much about and wanted access to or wanted to participate in. And because of that, I think it became very niche and kind of like a, a... a rich person sport, you know, very similar to golf or tennis, you know, and, um, you know, kind of like private clubs and that, and that created, yeah, that created opportunity for individuals to build clubs and to, to grow those over time. And it also created the incentive to maintain the pay to play system, right? Uh, if people have invested their time, effort and energy into building things up, over a long duration of time, they're definitely not going to be uh, the first people signing up to tear down what they've built. So, um, and and also understanding and being thankful and grateful to those who built before us, because 
without their platform, without their foundation, without their work, effort, and energy and commitment over time, though it might have been flawed and there's problems with it and it wasn't inclusive to everybody and there was there's issues as there's issues with everything, um, if that if 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 what they had in place didn't last long enough, we wouldn't get to the point where we can now collectively look at what we did what we were part of or what we weren't a part of, have a dialogue and conversation about what's good about it, what's bad about it, and how we want to improve it and, and, and create a system that's more equitable for people here moving forward. So, so, yeah, I think that's just relative on all levels of U.S. soccer, right? Grass, grass, grassroots, college, pro, and post-pro career. Um, and, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of figuring out a way to bridge the gap between, and now that I'm thinking even more about how that happens, um, bridging that gap, bridging that gap. I think the, there should always be the opportunity for individuals to charge for their services, um, especially if they're providing a better product or service than um, their counterparts. But I also think there should be a high level of um, information and access to those who might not have access to funding to to do that for themselves. And I think that's what we're in the process of redefining, redefining and rebuilding as we speak. So like these are very relative, relevant conversations to kind of the conversations I know I'm having internally with a lot of uh, former teammates and um, union members and and um, uh, organizations and companies that are wanting to do more, wanting to get into the soccer space, wanting to make those investments, wanting to uh, do better for society. And part of that process is talking through these issues and problems and and getting to the root of them and then putting together a plan to attack them and and uh, uh, and putting in place commitments to make sure that, you know, when people's motivation dies or their focus shifts to the next shiny object, uh, the the funding and the investment and the commitment is is put in place to make sure we get to the the end goal that we all are we all will hopefully come into agreement as to what we want to see happen um but yeah uh um let's see so i'm seeing you guys are having kind of a back and forth here uh, a positive back and forth uh, do you believe coaching players, they have this, uh, soccer dad said iron sharpens iron. Correct. Uh, speaking of, of which I think there's a, there's an iron sharpens iron talk that I'll be joining in here in like the next week or so, um, to listen in on. That's the title of the talk. Uh, the team I'm trying, I'm planning to try out for is in Orlando. It's called inter Orlando and they play in the UOPSL. Is that a good way to get recognized? I mean, uh, if there's any opportunity to get some professional experience on your resume, um, I think that gives you an opportunity to get recognized. Um, and, um, you know, you got to start somewhere. Uh, 
even on the tectonics talks. Uh, in part one, we discussed a bit of my history in terms of coming up through the soccer ranks, and um, I didn't even realize it until uh, until they they had brought it up. But my first professional experience was with Bakersfield Brigade, um, um, or playing at a professional level. I didn't consider it professional because you would go and play for those USL teams in like your off seasons during college and you weren't paid. So like you're, I didn't consider it. Well, I wasn't a professional because I wasn't paid to play soccer and you couldn't be paid to play and maintain your division one status in the NC2A. So I didn't consider it professional, but in the conversation, technically that was professional level soccer. So you've got to start somewhere. Um, Bakersfield Brigade, unfortunately closed, closed its doors several years ago. But uh, yeah, shout out Jay Gore, uh, my old high school coach, and um, was uh, was a coach of the brigade. Um, let's see, my son is all, will also be playing a higher level team, so I'm hoping that will continue to push him. Yeah, no, I agree. You want to you want to play at the highest level that you can and with the best competition that you possibly can. Um, Um, excellent points. True that soccer dad for life. What youth clubs do you play for and what's your opinion? Let's see. Soccer said, just turned my heat on. Chicago is cold again. Uh, it's hot out here in Cali. And I'm wearing my, my sweater. But it's it's hot in Cali. It's even hotter in, in Vegas. Um... Kendall had said she she agrees the club allows you to play against the best, but development is still your responsibility. Correct. Your development is your responsibility. Love that. You guys are dropping facts. This community is high level. Place you in club at early age. Uh, okay, Soccer Dad asked, really curious if your parents placed you in club at early age. How did they cope with paying more, etc.? Really interested to know your story. Okay, so I had started out with AYSO. With my, my dad was the head coach. Our team name was The Heat. should see if I can find the picture. It's probably on my phone, but that would take me a while to scroll through and find. Um... Yeah, I played I played AYSO for a few years, and then um, my dad had had. Uh, I remember my dad had talked to me and said, "Hey, it's time that you now have someone else be your coach." And that's when I had signed with uh, Bakersfield Alliance, or signed or joined signed uh, joined Bakersfield Alliance. So Bakersfield Alliance '87 was my club team, um, and I played my entire club career with that team. I love those guys. We had a lot of fun. Um, we were in coast league and because we were in coast league and we're based in Bakersfield, like our home field was the closest that we, we were to our home field was like an hour and a half. We'd play down in, um, where we'd, we play, we'd play in thousand Oaks. We'd play in Pasadena. We'd play in Lancaster. Um, and then occasionally in San Diego, which was like four hours away. Um, 
In terms of coping with pain, I think my dad's focus was just looking to give myself and my sisters the best possible opportunities he could. And um, if and when he saw an opportunity to do so, I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure it's very similar to you. You kind of like end up having to bite the bullet. And if that means he's having to work extra hours or find other contract work or save up and do that, I'm, that's what he did. Um, and he made it happen. And because he made it happen, I think my focus always was never to not give a hundred percent of my effort always, um, on the field, if not just only for my own, like selfish competitive reasons and motivations, but also because I understood the world my dad came from and what he did to get here in the States and what he had accomplished and made possible for myself and my, my sisters, as well as where my mom came from, where she started and the work that she did to, to help discipline me, which was a very free spirited, energetic, undisciplined, um, young man with his ideas and wanting to, you know, self-confidence and willingness to just want and, and want and desire to figure things out for himself from, uh, the, the amount of work my mom did to, to help me and, and, and give me the structure and the, the focus and energy that was necessary to, to bring this, bring this together is something that I'll, uh, yeah, I'll appreciate till the end of time and speak highly, speak highly of, of her efforts and what she did just like I am here right now. Cause the, the work that she, she, she did was amazing. And, um, the work that my did, my dad did as well as amazing. Like, I guess I was just looking at my parents and the work that they, they did and where they came from and what they were doing and their willingness to create and provide opportunities, even if, and when I knew it was definitely a stretch or making things hard or strain was, was a reason why I didn't not give a hundred percent and maximize and take advantage of every opportunity that came my way. Um, and, uh, to kind of Kendall's point, your, your development is your responsibility. Your parents, your friends, your family, you know, if you're lucky enough to have them in a support system who can help provide opportunities for you, no matter how many they provide you and what's there, if you don't take responsibility um, for yourself and and those things and and apply yourself and remain committed, it, you can be the riches and have the most access and the most the most people and all that, but it, you're not going to accomplish anything. Um, and if you don't have those things and you don't have that network, you don't have that support, then it's even more important that you take personal responsibility for where you are and create that support, that network, and learn those things for yourself and build for yourself so that you can create opportunities for yourself and hopefully eventually, because you had nothing, you started with nothing or close to nothing, um, when you get there, you understand the importance of creating those opportunities for individuals. Um, yeah. Guys, we're going deep. Guys, we're going deep today. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my history on the club side. 
Um, Joe Jackson, what's going on? Sorry, I missed most of the live. Had a varsity game. Come on, man. No worries. Game day. How'd the game go? How'd you do? Um, Sage of DBZ, how should a number 10 train in your opinion? Well, I guess generally speaking, a number 10 is supposed to be the most creative individual in the field who's creating opportunities and chances for uh, their teammates. So I think your focus should be on how to be the best at that. You can possibly be. And I think in order to be a very good and successful number 10, you need to have an amazing first touch. So if you don't have that yet, that should be your sole and only focus. And then build from there. Um, MSL fan page said, I have a big soccer game this weekend in the President's Cup. I don't know if you heard about it, but do you have any tips to go into the game with a calm, positive mindset and not nerves, making a mistake or the pressure? Yes, I would say head to perfectsoccerskills.com slash SSS. Listen to the three S's of self-awareness talk regularly until you can... Memorize the three S's of self-awareness and the process um, of that mentality um, by heart. Because that is what you can refer back to if and when you start to feel nervous or you you believe that making mistakes is going to encourage you or push you to making more mistakes. Um, I think that talk will help you better understand and remember that mistakes are part of the process and you're never not going to make mistakes. So accept that and move forward. Let's see. Soccer Dad for Life said, thanks for the backstory, man. Now let's go make a documentary. Hey, if I sell enough perfect soccer subscriptions, I'll have the I'll have the funding to go and make the documentary. Uh so you guys help me on that, and I can uh, get working on that. Uh, Candle said 661 in the house. That's right. Uh, amazing idea, soccer data, quincimentary. <laughs> I see what you did there. That's high level. <clears throat> Heck yeah, MSL. I'm still here in Jamaica, and I need to get... Uh, a one-on-one coach when I get back to the States. Well, you should definitely sign up for B-Pro. Ryan's doing, oh man, Ryan's doing one, uh, one-on-one one uh, personal training sessions. And uh, like I said, I'd recommend you sign up for B-Pro weekly so you can get an idea of the types of sessions and how to go through them. And then I was also talking with Ryan about doing live at-home sessions kind of on Zoom calls. So, you know, you sign up for B-Pro, you've got your weekly program, and then at least one one day a week, we do one of the workouts, one of the training sessions for the week on uh, Zoom. So we're there on Zoom. You can ask questions. You can see how to do the, the, uh, the session. So if you guys would be down for that, you should definitely sign up. Uh, Joe said we lost one zero hard fought game, but it just couldn't put uh, but just couldn't put anything in the back of the net. I'm disappointed because I started up top. Well, um, it'll be good to it'll be good to um, kind of self reflect on the game, understand uh, 
your positioning, how you feel the, how you felt and feel the game, the flow of the game went, and things that you feel you can do to work on to improve to create more opportunities for yourself. Come next game, the ruler joining in. What's going on, brother? How you doing? Shout out, shout out, my boy. Excuse me. Back in, uh, back in Cincy, joining in, showing some love. Good to see you, brother. Uh, live or pool said B Pro Weekly. Yeah, when you create your perfect soccer team membership account, uh, you'll see on the side there. There's uh, weekly soccer training programs, at home training programs, uh, beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Uh, uh, brand new custom programs made weekly uh, that you can get access to there for four bucks a week. Um, uh, Soccer Dad said, take care, everyone. Always great joining the lives. Have a good evening. Of course, thanks for stopping by and the questions. Hope everything's going good. <laughs> uh, MSL fan page said, the real, uh, the ruler, get ready to take the fat L when uh, you play DC on Sunday, Vamos United. <laughs> I love that. I love that competitive, uh, that competitive spirit. I didn't know DC plays Cincy this weekend. That'll be interesting to see. Um, uh, Oh, oh, man, it has been a long day. I've got about three minutes here before Instagram will officially kick me off. So if anybody has any questions before we wrap up today's show, make sure you drop them down here below. Um, Joe, we have a game. We have game film so I can go back and look at it from outward perspective. Okay, dope. So that's crazy, man. Joe, how old are you? What level are you playing at? I think Rula's jumping in, dropping in, bouncing out. I don't know what's going on on your side, but let's see. There we go. Um, let's see. You got any more? Okay, we already... And it had a question, but nothing came through. 16 and playing varsity. All right, Joe. Um, yeah, no, that's dope to hear that you have game film and you can watch it and you have access to that. I may, I might have like two or three of my high school games on film on like a little old school camcorder. And probably half of it is just the ground because my dad, as soon as he's watching something good, he turns the camera down. And it's on probably like those little, you know, VHS tapes somewhere in a box in my closet. So the fact that you can, you already have access to watch your game. Uh, Kendall said, we have game film at 12. Gee, wow. Geez. Oh, man. Yeah, new world, clearly. Wow. You're watching game film at 12 years old. You have access to watch your games. You guys, you have access to watch your games at 12 years old and like self-reflect and think about what you could do and how you can improve and improve your game and your teammates and your positioning as well as join the live every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST and talk to a pro and ask your questions and get real-time feedback and and do be pro weekly training programs and have access to the online training center and all the books and resources and 
I mean, if you guys don't end up getting to the suit, <laughs> yeah, Kendall dropped that in your head. You guys are definitely in my head. I hope, I hope being in my head is helping you guys kill it in the soccer space. And we're about to make, we're about to greatly upgrade the the soccer IQ of the entire U.S. market here over the next couple of years. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I'm counting on you guys to, to improve soccer culture and take us to that next level and wins the world cup 2026 yeah 2026 in six years here you know you've 12 now six years 18 you can do it and i want to see you on in at the world cup uh yelling msl banging a goal dropping the mime in your head emojis uh joe joe you're 16 20 22 you guys got plenty of time and plenty of resources. Whew. Yo, I feel, you know, who I feel bad for the people who don't know about this show yet. So they're already behind the work that you guys are putting in and the understanding of the game that you have. People are going to be wondering in the future what, how they miss this and why they're just now finding out about it. Uh, Joe, drop the arm in your head. Uh, take away from tonight's, uh, Ben Jammin said, take away from tonight's live women midfielders, uh, job is to create world peace. Hey, there you go. <laughs> That's the takeaway from the live. That's a good takeaway, right? Uh, I think we're, we're having real high level conversations and going real deep. Man. Yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm very much looking forward to hearing about where everybody uh who listens to this regularly joins in now and in the future ends up uh it's going to be dope to see. Uh but yeah, I got a minute left. Luca said sorry for joining late, but what do you think about the rumors of MLS making a U21 league instead of USL for all of the teams? I'm just now hearing that for the first time. So I'll have to think a little bit about that. And uh hopefully we'll talk about that here next week. Um MSL fan page said I'm 16, I got you Quincy, I'll save a PK and do that I'm in your head. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> Waiting for next week. All right everybody, uh I got a minute here. Uh, Instagram's going to kick me off. Luca, uh, thanks for joining in. No worries on popping in late. Let's, uh, table that for next week. Um, uh, Luca said, it's just a small rumor. Well, you know, by making it a small rumor and the, how influential we are on this show and how deep we talk about these conversations, uh, might turn into something big. So, uh, (laughs) I don't know. We'll see everyone dropping the, I'm in red emojis. (laughs) The MSL army grows. Very influential group of individuals, and uh, I, I love seeing you guys join in every week and and uh, putting in that work, staying committed. But uh, everybody, thank you very much for joining in for uh, this week's episode. Uh, I will I'll be seeing everybody here same time, same place next week. Uh, hope you have a, a good rest of your week and weekend, and uh, looking forward to the questions from everybody. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I had training and homework. Student athlete. That's right. Student comes first. Love that. Um, yeah.
guys are saying the right things. I hope when, when you're not here, you're doing the right things. So uh, thanks a lot, guys. Everybody, stay safe, and I'll see you next Thursday. All right. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode.